we finally did it. We finally called out the bro marketers and we're basically going to teach you how to put a peanut butter and jelly sandwich together with bro marketers in the middle. But today we are joined by the incredible Fabi, who is a queen in her own right and a master of everything she does. And in this podcast, we literally break down the problems of the things that most people are taught. We get into her angle of mastery. The biggest breakthrough that you'll ever have to be able to convert your customers into your customers, knowing how to speak to them and all those different pieces. And we did call out the bro marketers a little bit, but we love them because we don't have a problem with them. But when they teach you the incomplete picture, the only thing you can do is lose. And so we decided to break it down, share the other pieces with you so that you can feel empowered and get results. We talk about how being a parent applies to entrepreneurship and, and Fabi, by the way, one of the most inspiring people who I strive to be like, because this woman consistently generates massive, massive revenue with alignment, her aligned offers. And she only works, what is it, Ash, four hours a day? four hours a day. And for those wondering, I'm very blessed right now because I actually get to record this intro for this show with my CEO sitting in the office. So I'm breaking the fourth wall for you here. And so I love this show and Fabi and I have some special things in store for you as well. And so I'm going to highly recommend that you listen, take some notes and then shoot me a DM and let me know what you think. But without further ado, let's get into the episode. Are you ready to ethically scale your business? Good. Because this is the Mind of George podcast, where relationships beat algorithms and depth is the only direction when it comes to ethically scaling your business. Each Monday and Friday, I'll be the guy between your ears in the hoodie and pink shoes guiding you home, giving you the tools to extract, honor, and amplify your genius so you can be the light for your customers. Sound fabulous? Cool. Let's get into the episode. All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of George's, uh, I can't regulate the temperature in my office today, but luckily I'm on the call and on the podcast with a dear friend. And before I bring her on, uh, I'm really, really, really excited, but just no joke, like Branson was up all sick, sick last night. And I never thought I'd have the full circle moment where I was holding my son's hair at night in like the happiest of moments as we had night bonding last night, but Branson and I had like the best night bonding. We cried at the toilet together. We both coughed. We had some hugs. He threw up and I was like, this is my version of holding people's hairs, holding my son's hair at like 2 AM because that had to be like one of my favorite moments. We had like the best hug last night. So I'm, I'm all over the place. We're good. But like the queen is here. I'm excited. I literally had nothing on my calendar today except creating magic with this incredible woman and incredible start to the day. This, this, this queen, for lack of better terms, has been on the show before. We were talking this morning about like how we connected, where we've been, how life has been different. But I will say that in my life of knowing Fabi, who's here on the show today, there's one thing that's remained constant the whole time. And she has been this bright barometer of light and love and possibility and hard work and service and dedication on a level that like inspires me every day. And I've been blessed because we recently had an idea through it together and now we're just making magic together. And so without further ado, I would like to welcome back to the show, the incredible Fabi. Fabi, welcome back to the show. Thank you. That was awesome. I'm so excited to be here again. I loved being on your show last time and it was almost two, almost two years ago. That I know. like a long time. 
I don't understand this. I'm what having this really interesting thing with time lately. I had another conversation this morning. I was like, when did we do that call? And I was four years ago. And I was like, no way. Crazy. Crazy, yeah. crazy. It feels it, it feel it feels so long. And it's been it's been a while. Well, actually, good good to know because I didn't even realize how long it had been since you've been on the show. So for those because we have a whole lot of new listeners. So for those yeah. listening, if you didn't catch the first episode, we will link it below in the show notes, the team. I love yeah. your team, by the way. Um, we'll link that in the show notes. And I highly, highly recommend it because uh, I will say this, you know, a lot of people ask me like, who do I learn from? Who do I pay attention to? Fabi is one of them um, to the point where we're now business partners Yes, <laughs> because I was like, hey, come here, let's do this together. But for everybody who doesn't know, who you are and kind of like the magician that you are today. Can you kind of give everybody an overview? Yes. So first of all, I am a mother. <laughs> no, um, <laughs> an incredible one. <laughs> I am. I, and, I, and, and, and I've been really thinking about lately how I like to start with that because it's important to me. Obviously, as you would imagine, yeah. I have three little girls. But then on top of that, I am a brand strategist. My focus is mainly on messaging and really helping coaches, consultants, entrepreneurs, basically um, be able to build a business and a brand that really attracts ready-to-invest clients. And we do that through messaging. We do that through something that I call your angle of mastery, which we'll get into later. That's my thing. I am all about messaging, all about really helping people uncover what they want to say mm -hmm. and how to say it in a way that really lifts the conversation up and attracts the right people into their business so they can grow and they can make a bigger impact and they can be parents <laughs> as well, <laughs> holding their heads, their kids head up in, in the toilet if needed. You know, the things that we do <laughs> in life as I love that you say like, I'm a mother first though. Right. Because like, I remember like you go listen to a podcast for me 10 years ago and someone's like, who are you? And every answer I gave is not one ounce of who I am. Those are just things that I yeah. did, right? And and I think exactly. I think it's so powerful for you to even say that. We were having a side conversation, but for everybody listening and understanding that like entrepreneurship isn't our identity. It's a tool, mm -mm. right? It's a tool to be exactly. a mother, to be a father, to use your voice, to have impact. And I think that gets forgotten about a ton. A ton. Well, and 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 for me, part of the work that I do matters because I get to spend I, I, listen. My business has been my identity for the last few years, mm -hmm. but parallel to that, again, I'm a mother and I'm a wife and I'm a whole person, uh -huh. right? And for me, building a business where I only work from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m., Monday through Friday, that's it. But the rest of the day, I like the other 20 hours of the day, I'm another person. And I think that that's to me why messaging matters because I have a business that allows me to do that because I have the right message. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. This is important. To totally. Me. Yeah. There were, well, there were two things that you said and I think they tie together and I normally wouldn't pull this, but I'm really curious because you said in helping people like find and use their voice. Right. And, mm -hmm. and I think when it comes to messaging, I don't think most people understand what that means because we see it in the world of marketing, right? Oh, it's, yeah. Oh, Imagine when you're laying with your eyes closed in bed, like how horrible your night is. And like, and so what I would love to hear straight from you, because I, I, I love the way that you talk about messaging, the way that you do it. Like you have the, you have the marketing that even when I'm like, George, get off social media, you don't need whatever Fabi's got to offer. I'm like, I have to watch this 12 minute video. She made it just long enough. 
She fucking knows me. I can't not. She opened the loop. What's she talking about? Why can I not stop thinking about this? Why did I opt in and screenshot it and send it to Ashley, even though I can text Bobby? Like the level of messaging that you nail blows my mind. So can you talk about like messaging in whatever way that you would like? Yeah. Well, for me, one thing that messaging is not, for example, is like what you call yourself. I am a mindset coach. I am, or even an I help statement, which people mm-hmm. love thinking that that's the whole thing. I help coaches and da, 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 so that they can, I mean, sure, use that, but you're never going to be in an elevator. The elevator pitch does not, it's not going to happen. Don't like it. You need to give context. So for me, messaging is your entire ecosystem of what you stand for as a brand, mm-hmm. what you do, obviously, but what you do, not from a, I'm a mindset coach, but, or whatever. Um, but like, what is the actual outcome that you are helping your clients achieve? Who is your audience? What is your audience's actual problem? And how do you help them? But again, deeper. And what this means, and I and I love that you asked the question, is that this is what becomes present in everything that you do in your marketing, in your copywriting, in your emails, in your website, in your webinars. But mm-hmm. also it's like how you conduct yourself as a business, right? There has to be integrity. There has to be coherence. Number one issue that I see is lack of cohesive. Like it, it's like all over the place. You say one thing here, but then you're doing another thing there and you're leaking people everywhere. Yeah. So messaging is what you're about, who you are and why people need to hire you. Why do they need to work with you? What you stand for, what you believe in. I feel like I could go on for ages, but that's it. You Well, you could. I'm going to make some, um, some call outs though, based on what you said for people listening, because I think this is huge. So for those listening, you've heard me say this before, like, the best customer journeys are consistent and congruent irregardless of medium or modality, right? And so an easy way to think about this is like when when Fabi's talking about messaging, consistency and congruency, number one, and by the way, I love the elevator pitch. And just so everybody knows how that works is the I help statements. So the elevator pitch whole thing, and my buddy Clay Hebert teaches us the perfect intro. It's like, you're never going to go into an elevator and pitch your business for 45 seconds no. to 60 seconds. But at most, you have one sentence, and the whole way to win in conversion is to listen and not talk. So if I walk up to somebody in an elevator and they're like, dude, pink shoes, those are nice. What do you do? And I'm like, oh, why don't you tell me about your business? And they're like, oh, I'm an entrepreneur. I'm like, oh, I empower entrepreneurs to ethically scale. And then they're like, what does that mean? And I'm like, well, tell me more. The whole thing is it's just designed to open up a loop, right, to create conversation. But at no point does it ever say only if you give me your credit card or I'm a mindset coach. Like, what is it that you're helping me achieve? Where am I going? Nike's billboard doesn't say just do it only if you wear a running shoe. So messaging is being able to speak and communicate about what you do and where you take people and where they're going to go or potentially go, irregardless of their credit card. Like that is point number one. Point number two is when you think about consistency and congruency, and I can put all of one business and one message on all of them, or I can put a different business on each of them. I'm not going to put a different business on each of them. If you see one and then the next one doesn't match, that's an inconsistent touch point, which actually creates reactants. So it actually creates evidence that I'm not safe, that I shouldn't come in. And so Mm -hmm. if you've ever seen about it where you've call the company and you're like, oh my God, when are you open? They're like, oh, we'll be here at 8.30. We'd love to see you. And you have this incredible experience and then they're rude. All of a sudden you don't go back. That's an inconsistent messaging. 
that's inconsistent and incongruent. So when Fabi says it, it's, it's who you are and what you do, but it's not just in your marketing. It's not just in your funnels. It's, it's how you talk to your team. It's how your team talks to your customers. It's how they talk to each other so that they embody. And we call that a movement. And so I wanted to hit that for everybody listening. I'm going to add, I'm going to add. But I know to you're, you're going to add the next half an hour to this, Fabi. I'm just laying the groundwork no, no, for I was you. I say, it's also how you're talking to yourself. Yes. Also about how you talk to yourself. Yes. A th- <laughs> That's a, what I would add a, to a that. Thousand, a thousand percent, right? And so when it comes down to it, and this is the hard part, because there was another part that you said that I think is important, and I'm going to lead you a little bit with this. We're like, And really like where they want to go, not where we want them to go where they want to go and how they see it, right? And I joke and I'm like, your avatar is not a single mom who drives a fucking minivan that's gray. No, it's the mom who wakes up and is like, I can't make it today. I don't have a minute to breathe. And I just wish somebody understood how I felt, right? Like there's there's levels in being able to communicate. And, and you said something earlier, and, and I'm going to call this out because this one hurt me for about eight years. <laughs> I loved, loved creating offers and messaging that only solved 5% of the problem. would never go deep enough into the messaging, right? Like I could never get past the like, oh, you'll get more leads. What do you think is like one of the secrets to really being able to like go deep into messaging, like to empathize or to understand where your customers are or what they might be thinking or feeling? Because I feel like for me, Foppy, I bumped my head up against this wall for like, 10, 12 years, right? Like I'd make an offer and then I'm like, okay, boom. But it, it, it was always about the offer. It was always about the messaging. I never really understood that deeper part. So do you have any like tips for that? Yeah. Well, I think that what I tell people is that honestly, it usually is a messaging issue. People think that it's an offer issue. People think that mm-hmm. it's a marketing issue that they have. Well, I don't know why I'm not generating more sales or why my conversions are lost or whatever or low. Um, and it really is a messaging issue. And I was reading this quote. I wish I could remember who said this. I don't remember the name, but I read it a couple of days ago and it said something like, sales aren't lost on the sales call. They're lost at the beginning mm-hmm. of the funnel. If you're bringing the wrong person in, you're bringing, like, I don't care what offer you have, how amazing the offer is, how many like bonuses it has, how many discounts, you will not make a sale, right? So for me, it's mm-hmm. truly about understanding your audience and really getting, well, what do they need? What do they want? But and to kind of fight you a little bit with what you just said about the mom with the minivan. Well, not um, wholeheartedly. It wasn't wanna... a blanket statement. It matters, but not. No, no, I know. I know. I know. I get it. But what I'm saying, what my point is, is that it's really important that you understand who your version of the ready to invest audience Ooh, that's so is. so good. And what that means is that most people think, well, my audience is the mom with the minivan, Right. But that's not your audience. Your audience is a subset of that per, the, the, that group because they're the people that are actually willing to and open to investing in solving the problem that they have. So what? who is that person? Where on their journey do they have to be to actually be ready to work with you? The more that you understand this, and this is obviously a hyper deep process, and this is why typically like avatar exercises that most programs teach don't work. Who Like I remember when I was starting out in my business, I would get like these avatar exercises that were like, 
if your if your audience were a food, what would they be? How does that help me? Or like, you know, the demographic information. Okay, yes, but it's really who are they? That deep work yep. is what's necessary. You need to understand the very specific scenarios they're in, the symptoms, the situations, and like all of the intricacies of that audience for you to be able to create content that connects with them. And it's That's it, it. Yeah, and 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 truth be told, for an analogy for everybody thinking like those are the ingredients that make your messaging effective, right? Because when you take messaging, messaging, right? And I say this, I've been saying this a lot lately, is your message is only as effective as the recipient's ability to understand and implement it, right? Exactly. And what I've seen to add some fuel to what Fabi's talking about is like, we used to have a joke back in the marketing days, like in the CRO days, like, oh, ugly funnels convert. And we're like, yeah, because it was never about the funnel. The funnel was just the transaction point, right? It was the bridge to the place, right? And when Fabi is saying this, like it's very rarely, and I mean 10 out of 10 times, unless it's a dog poop offer, either the wrong person or the wrong message, right? And it's fit every single time, but without the pieces and being able to go in and know your messaging and know who you are and what you do, those pieces won't give your self the ability to work and then it's inconsistent right because if we're telling people something and so with that mom avatar and god when you said that a minute ago what did you say uh did you say like ready to buy right now or uh ready to invest yeah who's your ready to invest audience right like that is like one of the best questions that you can even ask because if you think about oh well i have these 15 women that are entrepreneurs they all are moms in minivans but like here's three situations in their life this one's saying this this one's feeling this and this one keeps saying this and you can build a profile or even ask questions around that you can start to ask some better questions about customer journeys are just a series of steps to break your messaging down into chunks that they can consume taste and know what they are in an order that gives them the ability to win the game and so when you really, really understand, when you exactly. really, really understand that everything is just about breaking it down into a journey, but the journeys have to match, right? They have to be consistent. They have to be congruent. And that's where messaging gets in. And we see this all the time. I see this and I was like, oh, my leads aren't coming in or they're not converting or ad costs are going up. And I was like, but the stuff that you're talking about in your ads, you don't talk about anywhere else. Like what they see in that ad doesn't even match what they get when they click on it. And that messaging for those listening, read the book, The Catalyst, the chapter on reactance. That number one thing is what's happening. We don't see it. The buyer doesn't see it. The person on social doesn't see it. All of a sudden, she's just like, I don't feel safe giving them my email. And it's because the word was wrong right. or it didn't match or didn't make a feel a certain way. So it's... Well, and... and oh, and, go ahead. And part of that is where I think the issue is, is really... A consequence of what bro marketers or bro scalers or whatever you want to call it <laughs> have generated in the industry because it's like, let's get people in at the cost of anything. I don't even care what I have to do. And let me make these people feel pain. And what yeah. I've discovered is that that is the worst thing that you can do to attract a premium client. I call it being the Ursula where you're speaking to the poor unfortunate souls. And what happens is that you end up attracting people that are poor are fortunate souls, like people that are rogue. And I was literally on a call today, right before our, you know, we started talking um, 
one of the things that I do in my business are these 15 minute brand message assessments where I hop on with people. It's not a sales call. It's just a call where I evaluate their messaging and see what they're doing and how they're communicating. I give them optimizations and things that they can do. And obviously at the end, if they're a good fit, I invite them on a sales call. But I was on this call with this woman right now and her messaging had things like, um, you know, she was a money coach or something like that, something related to money. And it was like, are you struggling with, like, are you worried about money all the time? And are you struggling with feelings of self-doubt? And are you, and I was like, girl, who do you think you're going to attract? You're going to attract people that are struggling with money so much that they won't hire you, that have so much self-doubt that they won't have decisiveness to hire Mm -hmm. you. It's like, you don't even realize how that language that is pain marketing, and let me go into the problem, attracts people that will never be able to work with you. And it's really about who is my ready to invest audience? What needs to be true? But also it's how do I become a match to this person in every way, in how I communicate, in the content that I create? One thing that I usually say is that surface level context, content attracts surface level leads. Like if you're creating the same, here's three tips to um, grow your business. Yeah. Well, my friend, there's a gazillion of you, right? Why do I pay attention? You have to say things in a different way. So surface level content will always attract that type of lead. And you have to go deeper. Who is your audience? How do I communicate? How do I actually become a match to premium? What needs to happen within my business, within my back end, within my customer journey, within my team, within myself? If I'm saying that I want to sign a 50k client or let's keep it with more normal numbers even a 5k client well who is a 5k coach what is that or a, a, a entrepreneur like what how do you have to act how do what do you have to tell yourself who do you have to be to become a match for that person? I feel like I should just say keep going and given a whole <laughs> podcast on that like that exactly that well you said it earlier right like you you added to what i said and i said and your messaging applies to you and how you talk to your team and how you talk to everybody and you said especially how you talk to yourself mm-hmm. and i would say in relationships beating algorithms the number one thing i say is the relationship with ourselves right and benjamin hardness in her book right this this understanding of growth and your questions are so powerful Fabi. like i'll offer what would my back end have to look like what would my habits have to look like what would my rituals have to look like that's a really really powerful practice that i think a lot of people miss and it, it really like levels itself to mastery right because that is where this and you're somebody who i've watched even in the last two years go through cocoon to butterfly, cocoon to butterfly, cocoon to butterfly multiple times, myself included, to the point where Mm -hmm. even this podcast, your messaging is deeper and different than it was two years ago. But it- I love that you brought that up because I wanted to talk about that. (laughs) It's not wider. It's deeper of the same thing. And so I would love to kind of hear your thoughts on that because I, it took me a while to get this, but I used to be like, oh my God, I got it oh yeah, we figured it out. It's working. And I was like, oh wait, no, it breaks every day. Like my messaging is who I am every day. And then matching that to the world. And it's almost like to really cheesily put it, it's like barometer checking myself in the morning and being like, where am I? Am I a 5k coach, a 10k coach? a 20? Oh, I'm only a 5k coach this morning. All right. What habits, rituals, routines, practices are missing to make me a hundred K coach today? And then put those things into pieces for lack of a better term. But you've gone through this process 
very beautifully um, from the outside looking in and as your friend, but watching you do this. So like, what's that been like for you? Because I think there's so much wisdom and value and I've seen it compressed. And then the mirror for me is insane, but I would love to hear your thoughts on that. I love that you brought that up because I was thinking about the importance of the evolution of your message Mm -hmm. and how that plays such an important part of our growth. People think, oh, I figured it out. It's done. Even I could say that, right? And it's never done because you're go- as long as you keep on evolving yourself, which I would imagine that you do, it's never done. You Your message needs to keep on evolving and what you're sharing needs to keep on evolving. And for me, that has been the case as I've grown. And I can honestly say without a doubt, the single biggest thing that has made the most impact in my business has been the evolution of my message because how I usually phrase it is like, it's, it's never about the tactic or the strategy. Like there's people that are millionaires doing everything right now from TikTok to YouTube, to, um, Instagram, to webinars, to live launches, to, to, it's not about those things. There's people that have bought, I'm sure that a lot of your audience, right. Have bought all of these programs and has spent thousands of thousands of dollars in marketing. If it were simply such like a marketing issue, every one of us would be gazillionaires by now. Preach it's it, girl. Preach exactly. it. Preach it. About that it is a hundred percent message, but that message needs to keep on evolving. And if you were to look at the very first thing that I did when I became an online entrepreneur back in 2016 is I created a webinar mm-hmm. and If you were to listen, and I still have the link for it, by the way, if you were to listen to that very first webinar, first of all, now I feel like it sucks. At the time, I was like, this is brilliant, obviously, as you do, but it's still the base of what I talk about today. Like you could really draw a very clear line between what I talk about then and what I talk about now. However, it's from 2016. This is like eight, nine years into the game and I'm still doing the same thing, but just going deeper. How do I explain this better? How do I communicate better? How do I articulate it better? How do I attract better quality leads? And we'll talk about that in a moment. I'll explain like how we actually do that with the angle of mastery, but it's, that's been the journey for me. It's been, how do I improve? And, and, and part of this, George, part of my, like the downside Mm -hmm. to this is that because what I do is messaging, and my messaging keeps on evolving about once a year, I'll have to come in and re-record my yep, entire program yep. because I'm like, this sounds basic now <laughs> and I'll re-record it. And then it's brilliant. And then I'll be like, you know what? But I think that this could be better. And I'll come back and I'll yep. just keep on making it better and better and better. Like every year, sometimes every few months I'll be like, I want to, I have a new concept that I created. I want to share it with you. So that's the downside. I want to add one point before you go into angle of mastery because I want to break the fourth wall for everybody here for myself, but also with something you said, because God, I love you for this, but like it's eight years deeper into the same topic, right? It's depth, but it's also focus Mm -hmm. because it's still this messaging offer. And right, the thing is about the bro Mm -hmm. marketers and all the millionaires and all the funnels and all the things like I can tell you this right now, I call it customer journey now. But if you go back on the internet in 2013, there was an email marketing course that teaches you the same fucking principles that I now have made a thousand times better today. But if I looked on a piece of paper, I know my needle movers, I know my core offer, it's 
people like me and you, people that listen to this podcast in a room doing customer journey, right? Which means for the last 10 years, every distraction I had off of those things that stopped me from going deeper in this thing that is no longer here, like no longer here, either served a point to give me a puzzle piece to put in here or got in the way of this one thing. But this one thing is the only thing that matters. And going yeah. deep in that one thing is so, so huge because like for Fabi or even us, for her and I to get on a phone call and be like, hey, this feels good. This, hey, do you want to do an offer together? We're like, fuck yeah, we can do that because the kitchen exists. We know the menu, but we're taking ingredients that already exist in the kitchen and we're saying, hey, do you want to add something to the menu or change something up? But this concept of focus and depth is the secret of mastery. And I've seen it now and hindsight's 2020, right? I'm over here celebrating and loving myself. And I'm like, oh, that was a good idea. You learned a good lesson, George. Yep. Good job. Uh-huh. Celebrate it all. <laughs> and then I'm like, don't do that again. Deep customer journey, mindset, focus, right? And all of these things. And so I just wanted to add that for everybody listening, like the focus of this event coming up. This has been the undertone for the last year with all my one-on-one clients that have all 3X and 4X their businesses. It's the same exact thing. It's their messaging, and then it's depth and focusing on that one thing and being willing. And Fabi said this earlier, afraid to use our voice, afraid to do that post, afraid to stand out. But it's just three tips. It's seven tips. No, that's agreeing to be on the field with everybody else. It's when you're like, fuck, I'm scared to post this. That's the thing you post. That's your vision. Everything else is somebody else's, right? And I think it's just the self-trust and the muscle of doing this. And so for everybody listening, like for me, even even with events, like I started my events nine years ago and they were considered some of the best ever. And then I got scared and I closed them. And it took almost a divorce and me getting kicked out of Lindsay to put her foot down and be like, what the fuck are you doing? Put people back in a room again. And then here we are doing our events that I should have never walked away from in the first place because I can't get rid of them. But it's like, I have to laugh at myself now because there's so many pieces of evidence. But for people listening, like if you're called to it, if that's your thing, like you can keep focusing on it. And time travels very, very fast. I did some really rough math this morning, Fabi, because I was thinking about this in the lens of depth. And this week I just did my steps every day, 20,000 steps. So I did the math. Uh, 20,000 steps takes me about 15 to 20 minutes a mile. I walked 58 miles this week. Wow. Which means... (laughs) which means 60 miles times 20 minutes. I listened to three books and finished them all twice this week. And I'm like, God, if I created that same pocket with my messaging or with my one offer or on the back end of my business of like, what would make this a 50K coach's business? The game changes when that focus is there. And like that for me is mastery. And so I, for everybody listening, like this is your invitation to focus. This is your invitation to go deep. This is your invitation to realize that like the deeper you dig, Mm -hmm. the better the gold is, but you have to dig. You got to find it. And so I think it's perfect because I know what Fabi's about to talk about and excites the shit out of me. So yeah. Well, what I want to kind of bring in is speaking of mastery is explaining a little bit of Uh what that angle of mastery is, because here's what my journey has been like in the last couple of years regarding my depth in terms of messaging, right? The first part is, I think, and I think we talked about this in the last time I was on your podcast about, you know, defining that ready to invest audience and getting clear who they are. And what I realized is that that was one part of the equation, right? Getting who your people are and improving your message so that you're not being that Ursula. But the other part that was missing was 
how do I show this audience that I am the person that would solve their problem, right? Like, what do I do? And that's where the angle of mastery comes in because what happens in the world that we live in right now is that there's a lot of skepticism. Your ideal to or ready to invest audience typically is somebody who has already invested quite a bit into trying to solve this problem. They've been through mm -hmm. it. They've done it. They know all the tricks. They know that the strategy session at the end of your webinar is just a sales call where you're going to put a bunch of pressure. <laughs> They're not idiots. You know what I mean? They know that you're, hey, I've been featured on Forbes Entrepreneur, blah, blah, blah. Maybe, but also it could have been a paid feature. They know that you have all of these followers and all of these things. And maybe there are like half of them are bots. Like it's all shady, right? Or could we all know? Yeah, we all know exactly. So there's a lot of skepticism. So the only way that you are able to actually speak to a very high level audience is by showing them I'm the real deal and forget mm -hmm. about my PhDs or whatever, which again, could all be fake. Here's how I'm going to show you that I'm the real deal. At the end of the day, the number one objection that everybody has is, will this work for me? So you have to uh -huh. show them that it will work for them. And what I've come through with this kind of evolution of all of it is this angle of mastery and angle of mastery to me is why you, why will this work for them? How do you show people that what you do will actually work? And part of this was me understanding that there's a difference between <clears throat> talking about what your audience's problems are versus talking about mm. what the cause of their problems are. Almost everybody can talk about problems. You can say, talk about problems all day long, but if you can articulate in a very powerful way where you're giving people like breakthroughs and aha moments or light bulb moments, like, holy shit, I did not realize this before. If you can give your audience that, they're like, I'm sold. And that's what, angle the of way, well, that's one part of angle of mastery. That's what. No, no, no. I want, I'm going to add for 10 seconds and you keep going, but you need to say that again, very, very slowly. Okay. People talk about the problem mm -hmm. instead of what causes the problem. Exactly. I'm going to tell everybody listening, that's the difference between marketing and messaging. Exactly. That's the difference. This, and I'm giving Fabi fucking credit. Everybody listen, go memorize the catalyst because this is a breakdown in that 101. The moment, the moment you can describe to somebody what might be causing their problems, their brain and soul switch goes to how the fuck did they know? I can't hide. They see me. How do they know what I'm thinking? How do they know what I'm feeling? But most importantly, in their brain, it becomes possible for them because it's a catalyst. Exactly. Because it's not adding any more evidence to their pain. It's saying, I see you. And it allows them to see it, which removes them from their own pill bottle. And for the first time, they feel like they can actually capably do the thing. Exactly. That's it. And the way that you do that is not by going into some complex explanation that is like, well, you have like, it, it's something that is like words that I don't understand, but how do you explain the cause in a way that is powerful and unique and that you can claim as your own? And I'll give you an example of this because earlier this year, I work with a client who's a relationship coach. Um, her, she, her main focus is on uh, attachment styles and her whole messaging was focused mm -hmm. on attachment styles. And I was like, I feel like we can go deeper 
there's a lot of people talking about attachment styles. How can you cut through the noise? So what we came up with for, for her, for her angle of mastery is something that we ended up calling the success driven heartbreak cycle. And essentially it's this theory that explains that the very thing that makes in her case, a woman, because that's who her audience is, that makes women successful is the same thing that attracts the wrong partners because they're great at solving problems at work and therefore they attract people that need fixing. Okay. Just stop real quick before you go any further. When you said the success driven blank, I already knew her offer, who her avatar was, how she has to choose between love or work, but doesn't think she can have both at the same time. And she goes hard in the paint to either one because of literally just your name. Right. And, and what I'm saying is like, this is the cause of the problem. But from the point yeah. of view of this audience and the, the these high achieving women who keep on attracting emotionally unavailable partners, now you've explained to me, wait a minute, the very thing that has made you successful is the thing that's making you attract these people. You need to break that cycle so that you can still be successful and attract the right person. Now I've given you an explanation to why you have the issue. Now I'm paying attention because you're like, I never heard that before. If she would have gone into, well, the issue is that the attachment style that you have is avoidant and you lost me. What, what does that mean? But if you put it into terms where I've never heard before, you're claiming it as your own, you're giving it a name. And mind you, this is one piece of the, um, all of it, because I also go into the unique mechanism and we talk about something that I call a breakthrough method. So there's a lot of pieces within it, but at the core, it's how do I communicate why this will work for them in a way Mm. that I'm not depending on any external validation, any proof. Like if you listen to my webinar If I spend a minute talking about myself, I don't even think that I do. Like maybe 30 seconds saying who I am. I don't need to. Mm -hmm. I don't need to get into who Mm -hmm. I am. I don't need to get into my story because the whole 20 minutes of that video is so powerful. Like they're so powerful that I just prove my point. And what happens Mm -hmm. to us is that we end up attracting clients that pay us from $4,000 to $30,000. People that have never heard of me before, except they watch that video, they hop on a call, they're like, I'm ready, 30K. Okay, I'm in, done, right? Yep. Because I'm not relying on me saying the same thing everybody else is saying. I'm proving your problem. Like I'm proving that you, my whole thing is you don't have a mess, uh, you don't have a marketing problem. You're just not talking to the right audience, right? Like that's kind of the core of it. And that's what angle of mastery is. How do I prove that I can solve your problem? If that makes sense. So, you know, oh God, I love this for everybody listening. I'll tell you afterwards about how I came up with it because it's kind of crazy. Yeah. No. So for everybody listening, pause, like pause when I'm done speaking. And then right on the top of a piece of paper, the best million dollar device I could ever receive and then rewind for 10 minutes and listen to this as many times as required <laughs> until you can find the answer to show them or have them see and articulate what Fabi said, because there are other parts of this that she's talking about that I know, but this is the most important one. That question alone is like, how can I show them, not tell them? Like this is a fit, not a jury. You're not trying to convince somebody that you are guilty of being the right fit until or innocent until whatever you prove, but like it's about a fit. And so this is huge, 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 huge on a way that like I can't even tell you 
on a level that will help your business, will help your marketing, will help your messaging. And, and Fabi, in the um, the triangle of death, the inverse journey, the one thing that I have people write down to remember, I was like, you'll know you win when you say my clients' results will tell me everything they need to know about me. Mm, I love that. And it applies so much to your angle of mastery. But what, what everybody listening is, is like, if you have pain in your life and 10 people show up, and they can tell you about the pain. And every time they talk to you about it, it makes it feel harder and harder to get out of it. And then one person shows up and says, screw it, let's go for a walk for five minutes and you feel better. You will only pay the person who took you on the walk. Exactly. I promise yeah. you. And so it's about creating these reliefs in these moments. And the God, the stuff that you just talked about is you're a fucking But genius. the way that this, this ties but. into what you're saying also mm -hmm. in terms of the customer journey and your focus a lot is on results is that mm -hmm. if this is your message, if you can mm -hmm. speak to the cause of the problem, that means that the people that pay attention to that are a very specific group of people. It's not just about mm -hmm. I'm attracting the ready to invest audience because I want a millionaire that can pay me as much money. It's about, nope. I understand your cause of your problem and I'm going to solve it. And therefore the results that you're going to get are amazing. And the trick, like the effect that that has on you and everything, because if I'm getting more and more clients getting results, your confidence and your certainty in yourself is going to keep on increasing. Your content is going to keep on getting better. You're going to keep on attracting more of those. It's like this upward spiral that is like, boom, it's like a well, rocket, I, right? Yeah. Whereas if you're like, let me be vague with my content. Let me give you three secrets to lose weight by tomorrow. It's like any, everybody's yep. saying the same thing. You're attracting people that are looking for um, the immediate result. Like I, I call it the millionaire by Mondays. <laughs> like the coaches are selling like, you know, you're going to become a, or you're going to get a hundred leads by midnight. Yeah. Come on, man. Yeah. Like be realistic. You understand how this works. That's not how it works. Like that. So that's the type of people that you attract mm -hmm. and you're going to get a lot of people that don't get results. We don't, I tell you from what I've, and this has not been an easy lesson to learn, but I don't enroll everybody, not by like a slight chance. This is what I still do sales calls um, for my higher end programs, right? I will not enroll you mm -hmm. if you're not, if you don't know what to do with what I'm about to give you, because this is not basic. Tell me how, like what, like let's create a fake name for your audience and let's think about what type of food they Work. are. That's not what I do. This is deep. If you're not ready for depth in your message, for sure, I, it's not going to, you're not going to know what to do with it. Right. So you have to enroll the right people, period. That's it. Well, and it, it, well it, it's the only thing that protects the, for lack of better metaphor, your restaurant, right? Exactly. Like it, you need to have the right people eating the food because it determines how they talk about it when they leave. Cause you could have served the best meal, but if they weren't hungry and didn't take a bite, the only thing you're going to talk about is how it didn't taste good, or they're going to blame you or gaslight you or come after you, or this didn't work. And it's, it's a nightmare. And exactly. I'll say, you don't want those I'll people. Say, no way, no way. And I'll say this too around your messaging because your angle of mastery goes a lot deeper. And we'll talk about that in a minute. Cause by the way, uh, Fabi and I decided we're making an offer together because she's fucking amazing. And so we're doing it. And since everybody's been begging, I'm like, well, you've all been asking, here you go. Might as well combine forces and put all this together. But in the lens of messaging, when you get into scale, you also understand that scale comes from retention and retention doesn't come from somebody buying a product. It comes from them having a relationship with the brand, irregardless of the product, which can only be done with messaging. And so when you come to me, 
for depth at like that six figure range and you want to go to seven or eight, the first thing we do is we go back to your messaging. We go up to 30,000 foot and we design a cult irregardless of your product that says, I'm going to help you do this, whether you give me your credit card or not. And that trickles all the way down into the business. Mm -hmm. And so all of these even components that Fabi has been giving you today, like will be there on day 100 and 100,000. But as your business grows, we'll take that messaging and then we'll use it and expand it to create a bigger paradigm and a bigger Truman show for people to come into. But all of it feeds each other. And the only way that that ecosystem works is that when they're done eating your product, there's a reason for them to stay. And that can't happen if everything's transactional on the front. It has to be transformational, which means you have to have your messaging. You have to know who's a right fit. It can't be everybody walks in the door or else you don't have a movement or anything of value to affect critical mass and for these things to take over. And so it's so, so powerful. But like, I don't think Fabia in, in any podcast, like in all 450 of them that like we've ever had this much depth or clarity in a short time around messaging or this much focus. But I will say I've not talked about this as much as I should have uh, before. <laughs> and this is also a lesson that I've been going through because I had to go through a cocoon to butterfly. It was very hard for me to drop email marketing and go to customer journey. It was my entire identity for like nine years, right? It was what I was known for. It's how I made all my money. And then even now, like, I'm like, oh, messaging. Oh, yeah, messaging. Oh, yeah, messaging. Like, it is, it is, and forever, in my opinion, will be the forefront because it's how you translate where we are to where people are so they can come in. Exactly. And so, like, this, this will be an episode that I re-listen to. And I'm saying that honestly because I'm going to take notes. <laughs> it's so good. I love it. Well, yeah, I, I, I think that, you know, it's really – I, I so just love how smart you so are and how easy this is for you. Like you're just dropping like fucking PhD after PhD over here. And you're like, I have more. I have more. Well, this is the years of evolution. And, you know, before I tell you the other thing I was going to tell you, how I came up with the idea of like the concept of angle of mastery uh-huh. was pretty wild because I was already, I had it already developed, but I hadn't given it a name. And I was in the midst of chaos, Right. My dad had a, a kidney transplant over the summer. My mom was the donor. That whole situation was going on. My husband had to leave. I was in Colombia because that's where my, we're from Venezuela, but we were in Colombia. That's where the surgery was happening. Um, my, my husband had to go to Venezuela, whatever, passport he needed to, re- whatever. I was alone with my three kids in the mountains in a house. And on top of that, I had two nieces and I'm working and I'm doing everything. And I was like excessively overwhelmed. And I'm in a park pushing my girl on the swing, one of my girls. And suddenly I was like, <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, this is it. This is, this is the word. Like, this is the phrase. This is yep. it. A hundred percent. Cause it felt to me like, you don't know enough to know what it is, but also you can kind of do like, kind of get a sense yep. of what it means. I was like, <gasps> I was like sending myself voice notes to get while I'm pushing my kid on the swing. My mom was like messaging me, my husband. And I'm like, world, press pause for a moment because this just came in. Um, but anyways, what I was actually going to say about everything <laughs> is that when we talk about building a premium business and we're building a premium brand and we want to track high-end clients, you really have to consider how 
again, like the entire ecosystem. And part of that for me is like, like a, a great analogy that I love using is like thinking of when you're going to go into Hermes to buy a, a purse, like a Birkin bag, right? I'm not a purse person, purse person. That's a weird word, but whatever. I think that most people get it. If you're going to go into a Hermes store, you can't just say, I want the Birkin bag. They have to invite you to purchase that, right? A sales associate has to, like, you have to go in for a year, spend whatever amount of money before you're invited mm -hmm. to that next level. That is what premium looks like, right? So again, if we're thinking about, I want to build a premium business, I want to track high-end clients, I'm not saying do that at that level, but this needs to feel like there's an exclusivity behind what you're doing. And again, this is once again, another layer of how that messaging is coming through. How do you sell to people? What are you selling to them? What is, how does that invitation happen? And how does it, how do you make it feel like, oh my gosh, this is exactly what I need. So Again, all of these things tying together once again. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, it makes it makes fucking complete perfect sense. And uh, everybody go read the book Contagious again. Like just Jonah Burgers. I need to read that book. <laughs> um, yeah, in Contagious, it's the why. So the speakeasy concept of understanding the premium branding, but the psychology of what happens to the human, how it makes them feel safe, why it makes them tilt like that. The, it, it gives a deep, deep, deep understanding at a very mm -hmm. good level, but even another one, if like you don't familiar with Hermes, like, you know, when was the last time anybody saw a Rolls Royce commercial? You won't, you won't see a Lamborghini commercial either, right? Where will you see exactly. Rolls Royces? Rolls Royces are shown at private jet shows. That's where they do their showrooms. They park them in the lobbies of all the jet shows and the air shows and all the cars, right? Like when you know what it is, you can create that experience, but it's as simple as somebody leaving your brick and mortar business with a handwritten note on a sticky versus them walking out the door and getting nothing right. Or them, you know, leaving your webinar and you guys following up with a personalized bonjouro video message to say, thanks for joining versus not right. It's wherever you choose to apply those. And just because we opened the loop for everybody, if you're thinking about creative ways to stand out and to use divergent thinking and to help your brain create brand experiences like this, mm -hmm. get different by Mike Michalowicz is one of the greatest gifts to use your brain as an entrepreneur, co-consultant, creator, to think about how to operate differently in the same place to create those experiences. Mm -hmm. well, yeah. Yeah. I think that it's, it really is. I mean, the importance of, for me, the angle of mastery is mm -hmm. understanding. And this to me, like when I got this was huge, is that what you want to do is sell your audience on an idea. Yep. How do I sell them an idea? It's not, you're not selling them your program. You're not selling them your coaching. Heck, you're not even selling them your outcome. You're selling them an idea. What is your big idea? What is the premise behind what you're doing? Why do I choose you? I was mentioning, I do these assessments. The number one thing that I see when I hop on these calls and I see these websites is everybody sounds the same. It's mm -hmm. like copycat messaging, copy, everything looks the same, but you're not giving me a reason to choose you. What is, what do you propose? What is, what is your solution to my problem? What do you think I need to be focusing on? If you don't give me that, I'm not gonna, why would I choose you? There's a million of you out there. And mm -hmm. then to add to all of that, it's not even a million of you. It's all of it. It's, <laughs> 
you know, like um, the Kardashians and Hollywood and the news and this meme on whatever, like a kitten. And it's like all of this noise, all of these people making noise on social media and people think, well, what I need to do to grow my business or to get better leads is more marketing, more marketing, more content. Let me become Gary Vee and have like a gazillion posts by the minute on every single platform because that's what it takes. What you're doing is noise. You're making noise. Focus on what is your big idea? What is it that you're selling? And you can write what I, I, I actually did. This happened to me last week. I wrote one post on Facebook, one post, that one post within 10 days had already made me over 50 K mm. one post. That's it. I didn't have to inundate my feed with content that I'm not saying I'm not giving you a, a, a free pass to not show up, but when you show up, there has to be power because you're selling mm -hmm. that big idea and you're bringing that angle of mastery. Why you, what is it? What's the cause of your audience's problem? What, you, what is your solution? How, how do you kind of bring all of these things together? How do you show them that what you do is different? How do you sell them mm. that idea? That's it. That's all it takes. God, That's all it takes. That's it. <laughs> so easy done so just buy my course for these three marketing secrets for a million dollars and you'll have a hundred leads by the time you go to sleep and a million dollars by the time exactly. you wake up yeah exactly oh it's my like god setters and i'm not I, i'm not against any marketing strategy me neither for me, whatever you do even cold dms i don't get bothered by them i know that people are like oh i got another cold dm I'm like whatever man you do you i don't do cold dms but if that works for you you do your thing. But I always laugh with setters like, oh, I'll get you a hundred appointments booked by the end of the month. You think that they're going to be really quality leads? Like, mm -hmm. seriously? Mm -hmm. like, I mean, do you how, how do you buy? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. And and by the way, I'll say this too, because I don't think I've said this. I make fun of it a lot. I don't have a problem with cold DMs. I don't have a problem right. with cold outreach. I don't have a problem with webinars. I have a problem with the intention underneath it yeah, or how that. they're done. Because- exactly. I use cold DMs like a boss, but when I slide into somebody's DM with a video because I saw a clip that filled my bucket and then I tell them how it filled my bucket and I'd love to follow them to learn more, that's very different than like, hey, do you want to buy my program? Yeah. Well, you but and I got connected because you sent me a cold DM. I did. I did. But and it was a genuine cold DM. Like what's it was so funny is I was on my flight back from Bali. Like, no joke. I was on my flight back from Bali. I had a long ass flight. I was watching Instagram. I found a woman hiking. She shared this tip. I dove that into her Instagram. Me. Five minutes later, I DM'd Ashley and I said, please get this woman on the podcast. I want to talk to her. Stevie came on the show like three weeks ago. Turns out she lives a couple hours away. They love hiking. They bought an event ticket. And then her and her boyfriend are coming to the event and we're going to go hiking after because I sent her a cold DM on Instagram from Bali six weeks ago. And Amazing. so, you know, I mean, it's, it's, it, it's here. And so it even speaks yeah. to what you were saying earlier, right? Like this, this comes down to like, to start putting a bow on this, to land this, like number one, like you have to know your messaging and what it is. Number two is like, you have to know your angle of mastery, what you're showing them. Number three is you have to focus and you have to go deep and not wide. And then with that alone, you basically gave yourself a chance to win the game that nobody else is doing right now because of that distraction. But at the end of the day, it always is going to come down to you and your customer and the relationship with them, right? If they don't understand, if you can't communicate, if they're not getting it, they're not going to come in. And then my job takes over on the back end of Fabi's because, 
when you have your messaging and you have your angle of mastery, if you don't chunk it down into a journey where they can apply it, where they can get momentum, they can have it, stack it into it, they can't get the results. And it's the combination and focusing on those that gives us the best chance of winning. And so I did this, this was like a PhD masterclass in, in messaging. <laughs> I love this. How do you feel? I love it. I love okay, it. I think that it's awesome. I mean, All right, cool. I, as you can tell, I am excessively passionate about this and I can uh-huh. talk about it like for days, literally uh-huh. for days. And and I'll keep on coming with up with new concepts and new frameworks and new things. And it's an issue sometimes because it's like, I need to slow down, but also it's so much fun. <laughs> yeah. And so I'll, I'll do this so, now yeah, for, brilliant. for everybody. Um, yeah. We had an idea and Fabi and I reconnected a couple months ago and we were just kind of talking and I was like, you're kind of a badass and I'm kind of a badass and our Venn diagram fills in the gaps for each other. And she's like, yeah. And I was like, all your marketing and all your messaging fits into my customer journey. So I'm like, can we do something together? And she's like, yeah. And so we are. And we'll be sharing more and a ton more, but just paint the picture of like, well, how do I take my messaging? How do I take that angle of mastery? And then how do I put it into a customer journey by not creating these mistakes that basically guarantee that I don't struggle with leads anymore? The cost isn't going up or they're not talking about it or they're not converting or they're not buying or they're not coming back. or I don't know where to spend my time or what do I post? All of that comes together. But I'll say what Fabi said. There is no pass here. You opened a kitchen and there's people ordering food and your responsibility is to make the recipes and make them taste good. We can't make them taste good. We can make ours taste good and go back into our kitchen. Mm. But if you listen to what Fabi talked about, even on this podcast, I watched her reinvent her messaging. You just heard somebody who's massively successful say she has to go re-record her courses and update her messaging once a year, not add a new one, add a new offer, go do this to go in. But it's her... Same offers twenty. 16 I've had same offer it's It's her it's her doing it it. and so listen to me like the combination of what Fabi and I do and what we're creating together which we're starting to record and it's coming out it's six weeks it's a module it's like combining the what and the why of all of this to give you a beautiful prescription to put in that basically gives you runway for the rest of your business to keep going but we can't come install that into your kitchen We can't come cook it. We can't come prep it. You have to be willing to do it. And that's the biggest part is like, you have to be self-aware that this is your vision. This is your game. This is your world. And then with the right people and the right focus, you can bring that into play. But God, girl, it's just an honor to do life with you and listen to you and learn from you. And like, God, yeah. So before we, hold on, we have a lot. Hold on. Number one. Because people haven't listened to the first one, or maybe, where's the best place for people to connect with you first, and then we'll hit into the rest of it, wherever you want to go. But like, is it Instagram, Facebook? Yeah. um, Facebook is probably the best place to find me. Um, Also TikTok, but beware, (laughs) just Fabio Paolini. Look at the name in the comments, because... There's a spam account that has a very similar, like there's a period in the middle that's trying to scam people with crypto stuff. So that's not me. So make sure that you look for the right one. If if you get a DM from me offering you anything crypto related, (laughs) no. I I had to take a stand a couple years ago and I was like, listen, I'm going to do one post responding to another DM. I will never DM you. I will never offer you anything in the dms i don't have extra zeros in my name i i I don't no 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 yeah if it if it exactly that's it that's it so yeah i think tiktok is one of the places where i enjoy 
creating the most. Also my Facebook, it's my personal profile though, more than my page and Instagram as well, except with Instagram, we have a weird relationship, Instagram and I. Yeah, you and me both. You it, and me so both. I'll have I'm only into my Instagram DMs and posting when I get told to post. I'm in uh, I'm in the real life. I'm in the real life world now. I like it. Best place is my Facebook profile. Like I, I would I would say, fire. yeah, fa- no, you are on fire on Facebook. You are yeah. like legitimately on fire on Facebook. That's where we connect the most. Um, okay, so for everybody listening, um, any notes or anything I have for Fabi and I, I'll put in the outro because we're recording this right now and we don't know yet. And so I'll put all those details in there. But Fab, if anybody like wants help with messaging, branding, like they want to maybe like one of those 15 minute, like what's the best way for people to reach out if this landed for them, if they're a fit for you? Yes. So basically two things. Number one, I have my 20 minute video on that kind of goes a lot deeper into explaining all the things that we talked about today. And you're going to be able to find that at angleofmastery.com. So you'll be able to experience exactly this in a very, very clear and powerful way. And it's, you know, again, you'll, you'll see, you'll see after you watch this or you, you listen to this, you're going to be like, Oh, I get it. I see. I see what she did there. And the second thing is brandmessagesession.com. That's where you would find the 15 minute assessment with me. This is a 15 minute call with me directly where I evaluate your messaging and I will give you highly specific, um, advice strategies that you need to implement to be able to attract better quality leads. It is not a sales call at the end of it. If you're a good fit, I'll be like the sales associate at Hermes and be like, okay, I feel like I would like to work with you. (laughs) And then I'll move you. And I'm very upfront with pricing, with everything. So you'll hear everything there. But yeah, brandmessagesession.com and angleofmastery.com. That's the two places to find. I love it. And we'll put all of it in the show notes. And like I said, anything related to the magic that we are in the kitchen testing right now that we're creating together i will throw in either the intro or the outro and because we don't edit this team this is a reminder to tell me to put in whatever i'm supposed to put in so i don't get in trouble i love it yes <laughs> and we'll just leave that in the podcast well the webinar would be done oh. by then but yeah. it it will it, it will but yeah so everybody like we we decided and listen i've been taking i've been we've been doing a lot of polls a lot and a lot of events a lot of conversations and We've been back in the drawing board and, and, you know, we pulled all of our courses off the internet um, last year, year and a half. And I had some challenges with them, but I realized it was in the mechanism and the delivery. Mm -hmm. And it's because there were some angles of mastery missing. And (laughs) so we kind of went back to the drawing board and um, Fabi was one of the first ones. And I said, hey, listen, I'm coming back and I want to make this stuff accessible because coming to an event every six months or blank isn't here, but how can we do this and we can do this? And so we're bringing it back and I'm bringing all the customer journey stuff. We're going to take the pieces of the magnetic messaging, the the branding, apply it together to get results. Like all of this stuff is coming. So we're outlining all of it. We're going to deliver it over a six week module to start for our group to welcome you into the craziest deal you're ever going to see in your life. And then once you guys all get magical results, then we'll open up the rest of the kitchen and talk about it more. But uh, I'm pretty, pretty excited. Me too. It's going to be freaking phenomenal. 
and for those listening, I'll say this publicly. For once, I feel like I'm the B player on the team, <laughs> and I'm so fucking You're stoked to be the B player on the team. Oh no, no, no! I'm I will gladly be the co-captain on this one because I feel like you you got it. You're like amazing, but I I mean this, and I, and I'll say this to you. Like I can hear and see the level of depth and mastery in this. Like when you articulate this, when you talk about this, the level of, I, I, the, I can't even think of another word, but expertise, but it's almost like mastery of like some of the most complicated concepts in entrepreneurship and marketing and messaging broken down in a way that you have beyond reproach, simple, clear, effective, angled of mastery for me understood like it's absolutely beautiful to witness and it's exciting because i'm excited to learn more i love it well it was a, a divine download so there you go <laughs> we'll, we'll take it we'll take it so say it. yeah so for everybody, if you like Fabi and us energy together, get ready. Um, and then when Ashley gets brought into this tripod mix, it's game over because she's the glue that makes us all happy and doing this. And so we have some fun stuff coming. We're going to move this podcast up so you guys can listen to it because this thing was just loaded with messaging and nuggets and wisdom to carry into the new year. And so here's what I will say. No matter what, I've watched that angle of mastery call. Everybody, do me a favor watch the call. Oh, the 20 minute video. Don't bother reaching out. Yeah. The video. Don't bother reaching out. Don't bother DMing. Just trust me. Watch the angle of mastery. Watch the 20 minute call, get notebooks and then get to work and then follow the rest, but give yourself the gift. Angleofmastery.com. Yeah. It's so good. It's so good. Angleofmastery.com. Um, you can't lose. The only thing you can do is win with it. And I promise if you even resonated with anything Fabi said today, I, I promise you it will get clearer. It will get easier. And the more you hear it, the more you'll be able to implement it. And so I highly recommend starting there. Connect with Fabi. If you haven't listened to her first show, go listen to her first show. And then if you need anything else, uh, you know how to get a hold of her Facebook, you know, you do the TikToks. Don't put the period in. Uh, Instagram, avoid the gram. She's a Facebook queen. So Know. We know how to get a hold of you. So uh, I have to end the show in normal fashion. And so uh, I'll ask it a little bit differently today, but we've spent a lot of time talking about some pretty cool stuff with some incredible people that all require a level of self-awareness to want to be able to do this work. So do you want to impart any words of wisdom or closing wisdom for everybody to take with them for us to end the show? I think that I'm going to kind of take it to a different place a little bit. And it's Yes. This level of depth in your messaging can come only as a result of the level of depth that you have within yourself and your self-awareness and your journey and your process. There's no way that you build growth and that you receive those ideas. Like I shared, I was in the park, but like the whole thing. The only reason that happened is because I've been in a very deep personal Mm -hmm. journey process with a lot of inner work with my coach, like literally by my side through like what my WhatsApp endless voice notes that I send her and me doing the work and showing up for myself and being willing to receive the ideas. And when you're open to receiving the ideas, that's when they come through. You can't force your way into messaging. You can't force your way into success. You can't force yourself into becoming a millionaire. It has to flow through. But for that, you have to do the inner work that gets you there. This is a whole other topic that we didn't even talk about today. But I do think that it's important saying Mm -hmm. that because without that, nothing else matters. I couldn't think of a more profound, powerful message to end the show with. So here's what we're going to do. Thank you so much. It was an Mm -hmm. honor and a pleasure as always. 
And for everybody listening, I am not going to taint that wisdom. I'm going to let that land. And I would highly recommend you rewind for 45 seconds and listen to that on repeat and to tattoo that into your soul, because that is the most profound wisdom that you will ever receive. And as a very wise shaman said to me, my biggest problem is that I was never quiet enough to hear God's whispers. Well, when you keep playing Mm. in the game and you keep putting yourself on the field, when the world is telling you that you shouldn't, that's when he whispers. So have an absolutely beautiful day. Remember that relationships will always beat algorithms and I will either see you in the next episode or you will hear me in your earballs. But either way, we out. Thank you for listening to another episode of The Mind of George Show. Please make sure you subscribe on your favorite channel that you listen to, whether it's in the car, on your run, or in front of the television. Make sure you leave a review to help other people know how much you love the show and quite frankly, help me know how much you love the show because I read them all. And if you want five-minute daily insider nuggets on business, marketing, leadership, mindset, or any other tool that you would need to build and scale your company, make sure you register for my invite-only newsletter. I call it the Lightkeeper Lessons. I hold nothing back here and I share everything that works for me, my friends and mentors, and thousands of my students around the world to thrive in life and keep our lighthouses shining brightly. We will eventually be charging for this, but for now, for you, because you're listening to the podcast, it's free. So if you want to sign up, go to www.lightkeeper.club, fill out the application, and then check your inbox because it's magic. You actually have to open the emails to get the gifts inside. Otherwise, you can get access to my Relationships Beats Algorithms Facebook community and other free resources on the website. So just go to www.mindofgeorge.com and I'll see you in the next episode.